Assalamu alaikum family. It's your brother Ben X and today I want to talk about three things that black people need. For those who don't know who I am, my name is Brother Ben X. I am a student of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and just a soldier in the nation of Islam that strives to bring life to the dead, give life to the dead, and bring about solutions and reminders for our people to refocus. And that's what I want to touch on today because there's so much going on in 2020 right now where so many people are panicking. So many people are, you know, just all over the place and they don't know uh, what they want to do. So I want to give us three things today that black people need um, because it's 2020 and it's May. <clears throat> it's May. And for a lot of people, what you said you was going to do in January for your New Year's resolution, you, that, you, that's not even a thought in your mind right now. So many of y'all had dreams, you had plans, you had goals, you had visions. But now, because of the circumstances of what's happened, it's not on your mind no more. So I, wanna, I, I just want to remind you of that so you can put it back on your mind that don't let what's going on in the world dictate your life and what you're able to do. Because a lot of us are putting so much energy into negativity and we're not putting any energy into ourselves. And if we don't put any energy into ourselves, if we don't put any energy and thought into what we're doing, once this quarantine is over with, once COVID-19 is over with, once the virus is over with, once the lockdowns or whatever the case may be is over with, you're going to find yourself still in the same condition that you was in before the quarantine. How many of y'all had a thought before? Man, if I had a little bit more time to work on my book. If I had a little bit more time to work on my business. If I just had a little bit more time to, to study this right here. If I had just a little bit more time to focus on myself. Now you got the time. What are you doing with it? Now you got the time. You quarantined. You at home. You either at home with paid leave or you done got sent home because you wasn't considered essential. Whatever the case may be, you at home. And what I want us to look at is I want you to look at that man in the mirror. I want you to look at that sister in the mirror and say, you know what? Yes, there's injustice all over the planet. Yes, there's things going wrong. All of we human beings is going to happen. We got devils. all. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But I want us to look in the mirror and say, brother Ben. Now, based on what you could control, did you do it? Based on what you had the ability to do, did you focus on it and did you go apply it? Oftentimes, if you be honest with yourself, you will probably tell yourself, you know what? To be honest with you, man, I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I'm not on track like I said I was going to be. What I said I wanted in January, what I said I wanted as my goal, if I look back at the last seven days of my life, you know what? I didn't even take a step forward to where I was going. So I just want to put that back in our mind, man. Let's stand up. Let's not worry about what's going on all over the place that we cannot control. You sharing it, you talking about it, you giving your energy to negativity, but let's switch over and get some of that energy to positivity and make sure that you not found in a bad condition as well. See, we can play uh, 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 caring about what's going on, all we sharing, oh, man, I sure wish I could have, 
but then you neglect yourself. Huh? You talk about what you would do. Man, if, man, if that, was, if that was me. But then the same brother that you're looking at in the mirror, the same sister that you're looking at in the mirror, you finna put that very person in a bad condition too. What you gonna do about you? My favorite quote, family, from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is self-improvement is the basis for community development. See, we can get online and say, why them brothers not doing this here? Why them sisters not doing this? Why this organization not doing this? Why this organization? What about me? What am I doing? What am I doing? What is my lane? Am I, am I, am I acting to my, am, am I moving out to the best of my ability? Because let me say this, if I was so busy doing what I was doing, I wouldn't really be able to see everything that's going on. If I'm busy being productive in what I'm doing, how, how do I know every, everything you're not doing? How do I know everything negative about you? How do I know everything, that, all your flaws, if I'm focusing on me and, and, and moving up and helping the people that I'm helping move up? So self-improvement is the basis for community development. You may say, well, Brother Ben, I'm not no influencer. You may say, Brother Ben, I'm, I'm not no leader. You know what I mean? Brother Ben, I ain't got no voice. You a lie. Let me tell you why you a lie. I've been studying um, a YouTube channel called Soft White Underbelly. And I think y'all should as well. Uh, it's called Soft White Underbelly. Now, this is a YouTube channel of a white guy who does interviews of people on Skid Row, why they became prostitutes, why they became pimps, why they became uh, drug addicts, all kind of stuff. And I and I know many people say, oh, he's exploiting them, and I, I don't like it. Listen, I, I, I love it because it puts me into the mind of the black man and woman who we are called to reach and help and teach. And what I found, family, and if you are a drug addict in here or a prostitute, whatever the case may be, I want you to look deep within. Look past, I just want money. Look past, oh, this just me. Look past, oh, this just is what it is. If you're a robber right now, if you're a killer right now, if you if if, if you out in the streets and you know you ain't, think deeper than, I just, you know what I mean, this just, this just what God made me. No, it's a little bit deeper than that. And what I found, family, when you look at these stories of prostitution, a lot of these prostitutes, and this is not Brother Ben X telling you my theory. I'm telling you what they said from them. Every last one, almost every last one of these sisters, I'm not saying this is 100%, got raped at the age of three, five, six, uh, one, two of them, man, unfortunately got uh, molested by their fathers, had children by their own fathers, man. They daughter is they sister at the same time. Then I'm seeing. Uh, here goes another one. Mama, mama smoking. Addicted to something. She with this dude doing whatever she got to do for the dude. So so she can get high, get that feeling of dopamine, pleasure center of the mind, that feeling because once you get addicted, they were saying that your body feels thirsty, like I needed to survive. So that's a hard addiction you got to fight off. And so when the man rapes the woman, not the woman at the time, but the baby, I'm talking about three years old, man, four years old. When, when, when he rapes the baby and the baby goes to the mother, 
the mother defends the molester because of, you know, I need, I, I need this fix. You know, she, she's so-called in love with him. And so what I've been, what I, you know, oftentimes, like one, one sister said, you would think that it would make me not want to have sex. You would think that it would make me not like men. You know what she said? She says, it made me want it more. She said, it made me want it more. And let me tell you what they said, man. This is two or three of them. You know what they said? When he said, what's one of the misconceptions do people have about prostitutes? Look at what she said. That's all I know. Another brother, I think another guy said it about pimping or something. He said, that's all I know. She said, then what she said, she said, we don't have a choice. She said, we do got a choice, but then again, we don't. That's, see, that's telling me her mind. See, her subconscious mind is telling her, hey, this is, this is all you worthy of. This all you capable of doing. And when you think about cleaning up, when you think about doing better and all this, your mind, you get scared. I mean, if you've never been in a situation, it's kind of hard. But you get scared because you, you become fearful of failure. Well, I'm successful in doing this. I've been surviving doing this all my life. And all this right here is foreign language. I don't understand that. So I want to stop. I know deep down inside the God within me is telling me, come on, sister, you better than this. Come on, brother. you better. But your mind, that's all I know. Why am I bringing this up, Brother Ben, when you're talking about three steps that black people must? This is why I'm saying this. The sisters who I'm talking about, it came from the parents, got molested. You sleep in the room and the dude comes in and molests you. Then the other dude, he's a pimp. He's saying, I saw my uncles pimping. I wanted to be like my uncles. See, I want to be like Unc Nim. This all I know. Getting B's, getting H's. This, 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 this me. That ain't you. I'm here to tell you that. You, you drug dealing, you, you killing, you robbing. That ain't you. God didn't create you that way. I don't care what you say. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, listen, we are righteous by nature. Wicked by circumstance. How do we know this? How do we know that our nature is of righteousness? Let me look at it. And be honest with me. I'm going to give you a scenario. <clears throat> Some of y'all, y'all may not have the guilt now, and, and, and so that means you've been just been doing a lot. But whenever we about to do something wrong as human beings, if y'all can be honest, y'all heard that voice within that said, "Come on, man, you, you don't do that. Come on, you know better. You know better." How many of y'all had that feeling before? And then after you finish doing what you know you shouldn't have been doing, here come the guilt shooting up. Damn, why you do that, boy? Why did you do that, sister? Come on, you know better than that. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Whenever you finna go, you thinking, I'm finna go rob this nigga. Here's the voice coming up. Come on, man. Come on. There's another way. Don't do that. And you wait until you get locked up. Now you done got caught. Now you're crying. Or, 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 or now you, damn, man. But that voice was already in you. That self-accusing spirit was already creeping up in you, telling you, come on, bro, do this another way. Don't do that right there. So he said we're right. So he said we have to convince ourselves to do something wrong. And that's what he said the devil is. The devil ain't nothing under the ground, man, with no pitchfork. 
Now, I know some of y'all are going to disagree with your brother, but I'm, 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 I'm with the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. If I'm not forcing it on you, but I'm just giving you our perspective. We're we, we not teaching, oh, uh, 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 you know, it's the devil made me do it. No, you made, the devil within you made you do it. It was something in you contrary to the will of God. And you say, you know what? I'm going to go with this one instead of this one. I'm going to make this decision versus this decision. Don't tell me you didn't know the right way to do it. Don't tell me you didn't know to steal. Don't tell me you didn't know not to kill. Look at what, look at what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said uh, to the minister one time. He said, hey, we're dealing with a situation here. And the, and the daughter had sex with somebody. You know, acting like she didn't know what she was doing. He said, uh, well, when, when did this take place? Well, it happened to take place when nobody was there at nighttime. So even at a young age, if I didn't sit you down and tell you, hey, baby, you know, you want to wait into this? Your, mind, your nature already knew, mm, so I ain't supposed to be doing this. That's why you waited till nobody was there. That's why you waited until the coast is clear. Because if you thought it was all right, you would have did it in the room while mama was there. You would have did it in the room while daddy was there. They didn't have to teach you and tell you. You knew this already. So he said the devil is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. That's what the devil is. It ain't, it ain't, oh, you're going you gonna to go way down in the earth. And, and you're going to be burning with fire forever. And the red man with a pitchfork is going to come out and read you all your sins. No, come on, man. This is symbolic language that resembles what's going on on the inside. The Eve, the Garden of Eve. See, here's a garden here, too. Here's also a garden. Like Kinder Garden, where they dropping seeds of education or knowledge into your child. And you're wondering why. Your child was a little inspired, but then something happened. He's not too inspired no more. What happened in the school system? Whereas he's, is he learning about self? See, we are taught that the knowledge of self produces love for self. I'm just giving you our teachings. He said the knowledge of self produces the love for self and the love for self produces respect for self. See, when I learn about Marcus Garvey, when I learn about Mansa Musa, when I learn about Noble Juali, when I learn about Elijah, when I learn about Farrakhan, when I learn about Khaled, when I learn about Malcolm, when I learn about Dick Gregory, when I learn about, you know, you understand me, uh, Dr. Claude Anderson, I say, ooh, they, 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 they like me? Well, if they could do it, shoot, maybe I could do it. But when the child is being taught, oh, you just a slave, son. Yeah, we was your, we was your masters. Matter of fact, then... We bringing them through a system, telling them, hey, baby, go to school, okay? Get you some good grades, all right? Get you a degree so you can go work for the Fortune 500 company. Go work for him. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50 k to 210-504-4094 and we'll give you more information with free game and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. All right, that's going to, you're a good boy. Go to the greatest school and go work for somebody. They don't inspire us to go do for self. They're not pushing that like that. 
They're not telling you to tap into the God within yourself, the gifts, skills, and talents within yourself so that there's no ceiling over your head. Man, I, let me tell y'all, man, one time, man, I was man, I was at work one day back when I was on a plantation. I said, man, listen here, bro. I'm throwing all these boxes at FedEx on the bus, on, on the truck. I'm throwing all these boxes on the truck. I said, man, if I come to work next week and throw 3,000 more boxes on the truck, I'm going to get paid the same wage. But if I looked within myself, my own mind, the same way he had a mind to create some, God gave me that same mind. Because he said I'm made in his image after his likeness. So if he can say be, thought, and it is, bring it into fruition, well, shoot, I got that same power in me. If it says in John 14, 12, those who believe will do the works that I'm doing. If it say ye are all gods, and then if it reminds them where it says, hey, isn't it written in your law that ye are all gods? Uh-oh, that's talking to me. That's a, it's telling me something. Not saying that I'm the supreme being, I'm the originator, but that originator's essence dwells within me. So I said, man, hold on. Let me look and see what gift I got. Let me look and look at what value I can bring to the world. And the more I serve and the more I give and the more I bring value, the more benefit I get. But on, on a job, per se, that I don't want to be at, why would I stay there if I got a glass ceiling over my head? Then I got to wait for a little $2 raise, a little $0.15 cent raise. And I'm posting on Instagram and Facebook, I got a little $0.45 cent raise. No, black man, give yourself a raise. I'm not telling you to quit your job right now if you're not ready for that. But do something on the side, black man. Do something on the side, black woman. Get yourself a raise. Don't wait on, don't go to the boss crying for, hey, I'm finna get myself a raise. I'm finna look at what skills I got. I'm finna look at what experience I got. I'm finna look at what I've been through in my life. Nobody else gonna continue to benefit off of me without me benefiting off me. I don't care if I gotta write an ebook. I don't care if I gotta sell some 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 jackets out unmade. I don't care if I got to make my own earplugs. I'm finna build my own brand up. You know why? Because when I am in my creative stage, in my mind, when I'm getting downloads from the God, do this, do that. Some of y'all, go, y'all, some of y'all going through this right now. You got all these ideas at nighttime. You got all these blueprints, but you're too busy to make it happen. Is that? Am I talking to anybody in the comment section right now? You got idea after idea after idea after business idea. You looking at something. You said, man, maybe I could do something like that. Maybe I can fix that. But then the thought comes back to your mind. Damn, I got to go back to work tomorrow. Dang, I got to go to work Tuesday. Man, I got to go back to work. I ain't going to have no time to do this. I ain't going to. Man, I ain't got. I'm always at work. So you can't even be creative because you're so busy. They got you in a rat race. Always chasing, chasing, chasing. And you, it's, it's, it's like you're never getting enough. So I said, listen, I'm money. Shoot, I'm going to chase the God within, my skills within, my talents within. And guess what? Money going to chase me. Uh Uh-oh, what do I mean by that? What you mean by that, Brother Ben? Because money is an exchange. It's a medium of exchange of value. Uh Uh-oh, if I'm valuable, you finna bring them money to me. See, we, we, I'm going to do this little skill here. You got to up your skill level. 
And when you up your skill level and your value, you can get paid some too. Let me give you an example. I played basketball, so if you if you never played basketball, this may be going over your head. But I think a lot of us as black people, you kind of understand basketball. Let me give you an example. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan got a lot of Michael Jordan got a lot of touches. Hey, get the ball to MJ. Allen Iverson got a lot of touches. Why did they get a lot of touches? See, let me give you this. Let me give you this. The ball circulates on the basketball court. Follow what I'm saying here. The ball circulates, is passing around on the basketball court. Pass, we run in plays. But the one who gets the most touches all times is the one who's most valuable. Is the one who developed his skill. Listen to what I said. Develop the skill. Stop thinking you got to be born with the skill. You may be born with a talent. You may be born with skills. You may be born with something. You may be born with a gift. But develop that skill. You think LeBron just, he, he, he came out the womb swole? You think, Steph, you think Steph Curry came out the womb shooting threes? They was in the gym. You think Allen Iverson got handles because he just Allen Iverson? He developed skills. So the same amount of time you putting working for somebody else, can you put that same amount of time or half of that to yourself? If I'm working from 9 to 5, what am I doing from 6 to 10? If I'm working from 9 to 5, what am I doing from 7 to 10? If I'm working from 9 to 5, what am I doing from, 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 from 8 to 10? Even if you got to give yourself two hours, what are you doing on the weekend? See? Am I in my own gym? Am I in my gym developing my skills? Now, what was your point when you said the ball was circulating, Brother Ben? You didn't finish your sentence. Let me finish what I was saying. Michael Jordan get the touches. Shaquille O'Neal get the touches. Magic get the touches. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar get the touches. Kobe Bryant get the touches. Why? Because they skillful. They are valuable to the team. Uh Uh-oh. What that got to do with me, though, brother Ben? Well, money circulates. It's currency. It flows. Guess what? They're at the Federal Reserve printing off money every day. Fiat money. It ain't even backed by gold and silver. It's trillions of dollars out here. How can I get more than, brother Ben? Well, if you want to get more touches, if you want to get more money, I got to become valuable. I got to become more skillful. I got to put myself out there as a service to people. The more people I can focus on servicing, bringing them value, the more income I can make. But the moment I say only thing I'm good for is working on the job. The only thing I'm good on is just throwing boxes. The only thing I'm doing is just flipping burgers. If I got to physically do it, how am I going to scale? I only got 24 hours in a day. I can't flip all these burgers, man. I can only flip so many burgers in a day. But if I use my mindset, I say, hmm. If I put a blueprint together and then I come up with a recipe and then I can work myself out of this position and put somebody else in, pay them. Now I got employees. Now I can focus on franchising. I can make my money work for me. Oh, now we doing something. Now we doing something. So we got to look within ourselves. Let me tell you why. Another reason why we got to do this family, because all the stuff y'all say we got to do as activists. All the stuff y'all say we got to do as black men and black women as black people. How you going to do that at work? Yeah, this I, I want this to hit us dead in the chest. How we going to do this at work? Oh, we need to go down there. How you going to do it at work? Oh, you going to leave your job so your family can starve so you can look good for. Some, hold on. Now you can't leave. The, the bill still got to be paid. 
What you look like going to, I'm finna go protest for this child, but then you got your child in the damn uh, 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 dark at home. See? They hungry. Can't eat. They open the refrigerator. They, they trying. You know how when you open the refrigerator and you just hoping something pop up? Hey, let me. Maybe I didn't look good. To, let me open it up again. Let me see. There ain't nothing in here. That wouldn't be good either. You're going to go another child, then so another child can come down. So now I got to make sure mine good. I got to be free enough to go do the stuff that we saying. If we say, hey, fam, look, check this out, bro. We we got a little situation with the school bus. Man, we want to make sure all the brothers, man, is there, and we're going to make sure they get on the bus safe. What if, what, if I, what if all the brothers say, man, I'm looking at this text message. <sighs> yeah, man, I'm, I, I'm not going to be able to make it, bro. I got I to gotta work in the morning. See, but imagine if we was good entrepreneurship wise, business wise or investment wise. If you don't want to run a company, make the money work for you. Invest, learn how to build products, learn how to build assets. That's what I teach people how to do. Build digital assets with digital real estate. I show you how to do this all online from your phone. So imagine you got all these assets online, bringing in passive income, passive cash flow. Now, when it's time to do something that's going to be impactful, tangible wise, you can say, oh, man, let's go. Let's do it. I'm good. Let's let's go. I ain't gotta be at work. Come on, what you what y'all wanna do? Y'all wanna what's up? See what I'm saying? So we gotta make sure that we together first. That's what he means by self-improvement is the basis for community development. If we say we wanna build something and do something, or when you come to the table, what you bring it to the table? It's a potluck. What you bring it to the table? And we're going to get into that later on into this broadcast. I want to talk about different ways that you can get in because I don't agree with what I've been saying on social media lately. All this condemning like another, like you telling this brother what he should be doing. You telling this group what they should be doing. You telling this group, no, you ain't did it. So why are you telling them to do it? They got their lane. In an army, in a military, we got several lanes. We got somebody airstrike. We got somebody wrapping you up when you get shot. We got somebody going to clean the wound. We got somebody going to transportation. We got somebody who doing this, doing that. Don't try to force people to do what you want them to do. Let them thrive in what they lane is because we're going to need everybody. We need farmers. Yeah. We need entrepreneurs. We need marketers. We need fighters. Huh? We need builders. We need uh, lawyers, doctors. Stop trying to make the doctor the, uh, 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 the mechanic and builder. Let him do what he do. Stop telling him, oh, you ain't doing nothing. You, shut up. You ain't doing nothing. All you doing is commenting from your home on your couch, talking about what everybody else should be doing while you sitting at home in the comfort of your home. So let everybody play their role. Let everybody do their thing. We need some of everybody because when you get shot, tough guy, you're going to want somebody to clean you up. When you get shot, tough guy, you're going to want somebody to wrap you up. When you get shot, tough guy, you're going to want somebody to come and revive you, do CPR or something. If everybody doing what you want them to do, doing what you're doing, hell, what are we going to do when things go left and right? We got to have somebody in place. Let them play their role. All of us got a purpose in life. Let them fulfill it. While you fulfill yours, they're going to fulfill theirs. Self-improvement. Is the basis for community development. Y'all got me? I ain't even got into the three steps that we need. I just wanted to give y'all that introduction. Because I think that was very important. But the number one thing I believe we need. Life insurance family. I just want to put that back on your mind. 
Life insurance, bro. That's the easiest way to create wealth for our community, bro. Life insurance. I know we want to build businesses, but what if your son don't want nine times out of, I ain't going to say nine times out of 10, about 70% of business that's passed down, the children don't really have the same passion and, and carry it on like, uh, like, like, you know, the father did. I get it, father. I get it, black man. Man, I'm doing this for my son. I'm building this for my son. But if you're not passing down passive cash flow, how do you know he want to do the same amount of work that you did? I'm a mechanic. I'm building my mechanic shop, you know, and you still in the bit. You work in the business. You haven't you haven't stepped outside of the business so you can scatter as the as the boss CEO. So you expect your son to become a mechanic. What if that ain't his role? What if that ain't what he want to do? You can't get mad at him. I get it. I get it. Well, my son didn't take my business and. You know, he they, 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 these children just don't know. No, you can't. We can't do that. You can't make him live your life. He got his own life. So life insurance. You paying for everything else. You put some down. Anything happened to you. Now you get some back. Now your family get a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. Now you ain't got to do no GoFundMe. I seen somebody say life insurance come from the white man. That dollar you got in your pocket come from the white man. I guarantee you're going to use that thing tomorrow. This Wi-Fi white man, this Facebook white man, I guarantee you, you on my live right now. So y'all can play them little games all you want to. Yeah. So if we intelligent, all these GoFundMe's we doing, we doing GoFundMe's. You ain't got to do that. Get your life insurance together. Get your trust together. Get your, get, your, get your stuff in order. You may not have a lot of money. So what Brother Jake teaches here at ABS Institute, hey, you can buy wealth. You can buy wealth. Pay you a little small monthly fee. And if anything happens to you before you physically acquire the wealth, your family going to be straight. You ain't got to worry. Like, like, he, like he gives an example all the time. His grandfather passed and the annuities from his grandfather's life insurance policy was able to take care of his grandmother all of her life for the rest of her life. And she didn't have to go to work because of what he done. And he put the money in the right place in the insurance policy. It was able to take care of her without him having to be here. That's different from trying to force your son, force your daughter to do exactly what you was doing. If they do that, that's fine. That's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure every parent would love that. But to be honest, bro, every that ain't that ain't the case with everybody. Everybody, you may you say I'm building, I'm getting this house for my son. Maybe your son don't like the house, honestly. Maybe he not into real estate. He did he just gonna sell it. And we get upset. We okay, he gonna sell the house and and, and and I just want us to get into the mindset of young people like they listen, bro, listen. I mean, I know you like the house. It was a three bedroom, but dad, I didn't really like the home. Dad, I'm not finna live in this. That dad, to be honest, I don't I don't want to deal with tenants. To be honest, dad, this little three hundred, four hundred dollar cash flow, or, or whatever, a thousand. I mean, it's just I, it's just too. I don't I don't want to do the real estate. Dad, I'm I'm in, I'm more tech. What if that's they mine? You know, would it be good if they did and, and they carried it on and they got the cash flow and they was doing it with the home? Yes, that's ideal. But what I'm saying is, hey man, we we individuals. The daughter may say, well, this ain't my thing. But with that insurance policy, that's bringing in, you know, Pat. And then if anything happened, the funeral covered. I mean, your college tuition may be covered because you get 500000 600000 something happened. You know? So I, I would say that. 
And then the second thing I believe we need as a people um, is either a business or um, something that we are a partnership in. I guess they're okay with begging for the go for me. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. But I think we need a business or a partnership in a business. Why am I saying that? Because with a business, it's not necessarily so I can pass it down to my children, but it's so that I can generate income based on what I'm actually applying. Like if I serve a thousand people, bro, I want to get paid on that a thousand. I don't want to get paid the same amount because now I can take that money and I can make moves for my family without living check to check. A lot of people in America are living check to check. Matter of fact, they said over what is I forgot the amount. Majority, I say over half because I don't know the exact percentage, but over half of America, American citizens don't even have a thousand dollars saved up. Don't even have one thousand dollars saved up. So now if you got your own business or if you may say, brother, I ain't no CEO, maybe you can invest or be a partnership in one. That can be passed down to your children, the partnership wise, because new people can run the business and then your son is just part owner of it or he's automatically getting a percentage of it. So that's something that you can do. And then but the main reason I'm saying the business part is so that you can eventually scale yourself outside of that physical business role so that you can go be a servant. The goal here is cash flow. Having cash flow, not having all this debt. Matter of fact, not having debt at all. Because if you have a deeper purpose inside of you, like many of you do, many of y'all have contacted me. I mean, you got passions, you got purposes, but you cannot fulfill it because you're so stuck. You're stuck. You're so busy on the job and it's like, ah, you almost feel like you're suffocating. And that's what it feels like. So if you can work yourself off of that job, get you a business, you may have to work it in the beginning yourself and then hire people, scale yourself. Now, when you at home at night and you got creative ideas, you can go actually bring those ideas into existence because you ain't so bottled down. You can go be free and your bills still getting paid. Guess what? Not off of your personal income, but from your assets, your assets is paying the bills. Your assets, your passive income, your cash flow is paying your car note. So don't your insurance, don't that sound a lot better? You may say, what's an asset? Asset is something that brings money in. You may build up value. Asset, you may did something one time. Like, for example, I may make a video one time. I may make a course or an online class one time, but I can get paid on it over and over and over again. So in my sleep, I can bring in money. In your sleep, you can bring in money. You may get an ebook, digital ebook. You put it out there one time, money in your sleep. You ain't got to go back to work, money in your sleep. Now, of course, you got to do marketing and all that type of stuff that comes with it. But the point is, you got an asset that brings money in. It's not taking money out, which is a liability. Liability is something that's only taking money out, not bringing nothing in. So build up your assets, make your money, make your hard work that you did in the past. Work for you. Now you're bringing in enough income. You're not living check to check no more. You good. You good now. You out of the rat race because the amount of assets, the amount of income that you're bringing from your assets is more than your expenses. Now, guess what? You good. You free. You financially free. See, let me give y'all a, a perspective. 
Just because a brother makes six figures don't mean he's financially free. Just because a sister makes seven figures don't mean they financially free. If your expenses outweighs your income or your assets, you're not financially free yet. You're not financially free yet. But if your assets that's bringing in money, cash flow without you having to do it, if that is more than your bills, your insurance, your food, all that, you financially free. You good now. You good. Now you can go focus on being a servant. You can go focus on your spirituality. You can go focus on doing like your real purpose, not just getting money because I need to get money for the rent. I got to get money for my children. See, some of us are doing things literally only for money. We trick ourselves and say it's other things, but it's really just so you can get the money. That ain't what you really want to do. That ain't what you deep down really want to do. Once you get them assets up and that's able to pay your bills, now you can go do what you really want to do and make impact on humanity. That's the goal. That's the goal. So number one, life insurance. Get the life insurance. Protect yourself. We're going to die. It's a, We're going to die. That's, listen, if you don't know nothing, you know we're going to die. You know that's coming. We don't know when. We don't know how. But that's coming. So get that so that your family can be straight for real. All right? Two, um, business or a partnership in the business, doing for self, something doing for self. And then number three, family. We need um, unity. I'm going to tie in. I guess I'm going to say four. I'm going to say unity and prayer. Don't get me twisted when I say prayer because faith without works is dead. Don't get the, I'm the wrong guy. If you think I'm saying, oh, he talking about this, just pray about it and it's going to work. That ain't what I'm talking about. No, sir. Uh Uh-uh. This is what I mean. I'm going to read from this book about prayer and then we're going to get into unity and what you can do. So don't go nowhere. We're about to get into what you can do from uh, the final call newspaper from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So this is from the book called Closing the Gap. And if you got this book already, it's on page 106. It's on page 106 to 107. All right. So this is what I'm about to read. It's about prayer. It's a different perspective than many of you all probably got on prayer. So let me read it up. Read it out. So it says, uh, how does the practice of prayer the attitude of prayer and the spirit of prayer help us in these studies. He says prayer is the preparation of the heart and mind for the course of study. So it didn't say prayer is what's going to change everything. It didn't say prayer is going, uh, you know, prayer is going, you know, solve everything. It said it's the preparation of uh, prepper. <laughs> boy, look at this uh, preparation of the heart and mind for the course of our study. For prayer puts us in the right state of mind towards the author of the study. So the oft-repeated prayer of the Muslim sets the mind and the heart of the student for advancement. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. Why are you enrolled in such a course? You are enrolled in this course of study because the beneficent God had shown the utmost quality of mercy in coming to make you and me into himself. So it is right that we start with Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Then we say the first verse of the seven oft uh, the seven oft repeated verses. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Praise belongs to God. That's what that means. Then it goes on to say, Why should this be the first verse of the oft repeated prayer? It's because the God has found us groping and He is now showing us the way, the way from uh, ignom- ig- ignomini, 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 
Ignominy, that's what it sounds like. Uh, I-G-N-O-M-I-N-Y, if y'all want to look it up. Uh, the eminence, the way from death into life, from weakness into power. When one is going to embark on that kind of journey, one must know all along the path that the praise does not belong to the student. The praise belongs to God, who is nurturing that student from the time of his enrollment to the time of his graduation and perfection in the study. It will be God himself who will be evolving that student, making that student to attain stage after stage on his way toward perfection. The beneficent, the merciful at every stage, you will recognize the supreme beneficence and mercy of him whom came uh, who came to involve us in the study. Malachi Omadin, master of the day of requital. As students, as we practice this teaching, we are bound to make mistakes and errors. But the headmaster of our school and the professor is so loving towards the student who sincerely wishes to succeed in the course and is the master of the law of consequences so that master can withhold from the student the consequences of the errors and mistakes while pointing it out to the student. Thee alone do we serve and thee alone do we beseech for thy help or aid. Every student needs help to get where the where the student desires to go. Who is the helper? The helper is God. Thee alone do we serve and thee alone do we beseech. We constantly ask Allah to help us in our study and our growth and our development. Guide us on the straight path, the right path. Part of our progress in developing as quickly as we can is if we remain on right on the right course from the teacher. Sometimes the student will get off course and it's like getting off the main highway onto the access road that is very bumpy. You want to get back on the main highway so your constant prayer is, oh, Allah, guide us on the right path. The path that will keep us moving toward the completion of our study. The path that will keep us moving toward becoming what you enrolled us in class to become. The path upon those whom you have bestowed thy favor. Doesn't the student want the favor of the teacher? No student would like to have the wrath of the headmaster and the professor poured on the student to have that student kicked out of the course. So we have to do that which pleases the headmaster and the teacher by our consistently uh, by constantly being willing to be guided on the straight path, the path upon those whom the teacher would show favors and not the path of those whom anger the teacher and get punished or censored by the teacher or even expelled out of the class. So prayer frames the mind. Prayer sets the tone. Prayer shapes the attitude of the student. And as a civil rights leader said it, it is your attitude that will determine your altitude. So prayer, the constant remembrance of God, keeps you in the right attitude, and therefore there is no limit to your altitude. So I think that is very important. And if you're not, if you don't do the prayer thing, you know, think about it as uh, meditation. Whatever your way of becoming one with yourself, whatever your way is, uh, connecting with the universe, connecting with God, whatever you say, um, that's very important because we don't, we don't want to make emotional decisions. We want to make mathematical uh, common, logical, uh, common sense, reason, and logical decisions. And through prayer and through that remembrance of God, that re- remembrance of the, the force and power within, the higher self within, the higher thoughts within, when we remind ourselves of that and then that word that was br- uh, brought and the word and teaching that was brought through his messengers, once we look at that and remind ourselves of that and keep that at the forefront of our mind, before we make decisions, we're making decisions that are calculated and right and exact. 
not just doing something just because and then now you ended up somewhere that you don't have to be somewhere that you shouldn't be uh, that allows you or, or doesn't allow you to be as effective as you would be if you didn't make that decision. That's what prayer would be for, because a lot of times we make decisions that are emotional. We say things that are, are, are spiteful because of how we're thinking. But if we had the right thinking in our mindset before we said and did these things, we would probably be a lot more productive and a lot more um, uh, effective as well. All right. And lastly, unity. So I want to go to this final call newspaper right here. Let me know if y'all can read that. And if you can't read it. Don't worry about it because I'm about to read it. So this is an article from the Final Call newspaper, the black-owned Final Call newspaper that was made by, uh, that was, you know, built up by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So here's what it says. Check out what it says here. Are you sure that you want a movement? Because that's what we always say, I want a movement, right? Are you sure that you want to organize effectively to change your reality? If you are sure, then you should be ready to uh, you should be ready for severe opposition. There is no idea worth anything that is not tested by opposition. Opposition is as necessary as the wind that blows and the sun that shines in order to test the strength of the idea and the commitment of those who support the idea. We must be tested by opposition. So when we go back home. We should know that our work has just begun. What should we do when we go back home? Since the government has shown us that they really do not care, we cannot let another catastrophe come and we are not prepared. All right. So now it's time for us to get into the nitty gritty of which all of you all watching, all of you all listening. This is where we all can get involved. He says, the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. But the word did not stay a word. The word became flesh and dwelled among men. It makes no difference what we say because of a lot, because a lot of us are good talkers. It will make a difference what we do. What we I'm sorry, it says it will make a difference what we do. What we say can only become flesh if we go from this place and mobilize and organize street by street, block by block, house by house, so that we can accomplish that which we desire for the good of ourselves and our people. We should form a ministry of health and human services. So the minister is giving us the, the blueprint right now. We should form a ministry of health and human services. Jesus asked those who would. Those who will be chief among you, let him be your servant. We in leadership and our organizations are not here to master the people, but to serve the people. So if such disaster comes again, we need a ministry of health and human services to look after the health needs of the black, brown, Native American and the poor. President Fidel Castro in Cuba offered America over 1500 doctors that spoke English to help with tragedy of Hurricane Katrina. Our government, out of pride, did not accept those doctors. I think we should find a way to accept those doctors because our people need medical attention. If the government would not permit us to do that, we have a just cause to make them show why we, who have hospitals closings, closing in uh, Washington and in cities across the country, do not need doctors. He says President Castro has offered blacks in America 500 scholarships. 
to go to Cuba to study medicine with only one stipulation that we must practice medicine in our own communities. Let us accept Fidel Castro's offer. And when our doctors return home, let us form a ministry of health and human service so that we can use uh, so we can use to serve the needs of the black, brown, red and the poor of this nation. Here goes the other thing that we need, family. He says we need a ministry of agriculture. The black farmers are suffering. We need to unite our black farmers, make their uh, make their land productive and tie that land to the need of the city. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS tribe. The ABS tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and brother Jake, or one of our more top million dollar friends or six figure friends are on teaching you every single week. If you want to join the ABS tribe, go to www.whatisabstribe.com. www.whatisabstribe.com. The Native Americans have the largest tracts of land. And according to what I learned from Brother Bob Brown and, and uh, the, the All African People's Revolutionary Party, they are willing to lease millions of acres if we are ready to go to work. As long as we keep our mouths in the kitchen of our enemy, we will never have good health. We must provide food for ourselves because the merchants of death are feeding the American people and they are tied to the pharmaceutical companies. They create the disease on one hand through the improper raising of food and livestock, and then they make pills on the other hand to correct what they have created. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He says we need a ministry of agriculture, agriculture because farming is the engine of every nation and we need to provide for ourselves the things that we consume. This will cause us to want to build supermarkets in every city, canning factories and frozen food factories so we can take our products from the ground, can it or freeze it and put it into our own supermarkets. Here goes the next ministry that we need, family. Y'all just get in where you fit in as I'm reading this. He says we need a ministry of education. Let us unite all of our educators because the Western system of education has run its course and is no longer worthy to hold our children of America's children or America's children. We are calling on our educators to provide a new educational paradigm. If our educators form themselves into a ministry, a service, then we will be able to educate our children and others and make a productive people. Ooh, come on, man. Look at this one. We need a ministry of defense. Our young men are born soldiers, but they are fighting, but they are in the wrong war. They are fighting a war in the streets of America against each other. And they are fighting an unjust war overseas in Afghanistan and Iraq. We need to bring our boys home and put them into the Ministry of Defense so we can defend our communities rather than destroy 
our communities. Next, we need a ministry of arts and culture. We applaud the hip hop community, the leaders of the young people all over the world. But I want the young generation of artists to know there is a bigger purpose for art and culture than popping our fingers and shaking our backsides. What is that? My two tongue. That's like, a, uh, I guess, a Chinese guy in the art of war, I think. Throughout his long march to conquer China, had a billion people whose lives he had to transform. Many of them were victims of opium, drugs, and prostitution, like we are. But what he did was he went to the cultural community and they accepted his idea. Then through song, dance, poetry, drama, documentaries, movies, and books, the idea of him became the idea of bill of a billion people. Ooh, look at this plan, man. China became a world power on the base of culture and the artistic community. If we had a ministry of arts and culture in every city, as we create this movement, we could say to our young people, what is the idea of the time? And are you reflecting that idea in your songs, dance, and music? Mm. See, get in where you fit in. Look at this. He says, we need a ministry of trade and commerce. Do you think that millions more movements should not be involved in the development of Africa, the Caribbean and Central America? If we started feeding ourselves, the billions that we spend on food could be spent elsewhere. We need clothing and shelter. Our clothes and shoes are made in another country. If we pull some of the money that we spend foolishly, we could set up factories in Africa and the Caribbean where the labor market is a little cheaper than the labor here. If they made our clothes, then we could open up clothing stores all over America, sell them cheaper than the market and then capture the market of the people. Come on, man. He talking economics. Come on, man. Get in where you fit in. He says Africa can be a source of shoes and clothing. And lots of other things that we may not be able to successfully make in America. So we need a ministry of trade and commerce that can link the struggle here with Africa and the Caribbean, Central and South America. We have a market of nearly 90 million black and brown people. That is a huge market. We should tap that market so we will not have to beg others. Ooh, we will be able to do it ourselves. Come on, man. Come on, man. Look at that. He says we need a ministry of justice. We need to look into the conflicts in our community. We do not need to go to our slave masters to solve our problems. We need to have ministry of justice in every city that we can solve the conflicts among us. He says we need a ministry of information. We need to gather all the black newspapers and magazines, black radio and television stations into a ministry of information. If we have enough money in our ministry, we can send our reporters wherever we want to investigate the truth. We do not wish to be subjected to the associates press, associated press, routers up or to the managed news of America and the world. We need to be where the action is so that our people will get the correct information. Ooh, here go the plan right here, man. And then lastly, he says, we need a ministry of science and technology 
And lastly, we need a ministry that deals with the head and the spirit of our people. We need to collect our spiritual leaders of Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and other religions and develop a spiritual teaching that would transform our lives by renewing our minds. That we may destroy the Willie Lynch syndrome in black people in America and throughout the world forever. Come on, man. That's a plan that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan laid out for us, family. All them different ministries. So that's why I said, let people get in where they fit in. If you're not in the Ministry of Agriculture, don't do it. Let somebody else do it. And let me say this. If you are in the Ministry of Agriculture, stop making everybody else feel guilty for not being in your lane. See, what we like to do is, whatever you good at in life, you want to pump that up. Why Why everybody not doing this right here? We need to be doing Yeah, that's because that's what you do. That's because that's your skill. But it's something that you ain't doing too that's also important. So out of that list that I just showed y'all, I want you to think about yourself. I want you to think about your heart. I want you to think about your purpose and say, man, which one of them can I get in? Mm-hmm. Which one of them can I contribute to? And as a people, once we unite, we're taught that, man, listen, our unity is more powerful than an atomic bomb. He says that 98% of our problems will be solved if we just truly united. And as I end this broadcast, we have to go over what Brother Neri said about unity. He says, brothers, sisters, there's a difference between unity and uniform. Unity is not what we think it is. He said, we've been saying we want unity for decades. But we really been saying we want uniform. Break it down for me, Brother Ben. Uniform is everybody in the nation of Islam. Uniform is everybody in the Black Panthers. Uniform is everybody in the Moorish Science Temple of America. Uniform is everybody in this. That's not that's not unity. You don't you the goal is not to get everybody to be in one organization. The goal is not to get everybody to think exactly a lot alike about every single thing. But it's about coming together on a common ground. I know you're a Christian. That's all right. I'm not going to judge you no more. Hey, brother, listen, I know you a Hebrew is a light, brother. I don't want to beef with you no more. Brother, I know you're in the more science tip. I don't want to beef over the word black no more. I'm tired of that. But can we come together on common grounds or what we do agree on? And you bring your unit. You bring your philosophy. You bring your background. And then we put it all together. And see what's beneficial and we stand on what we are, what, can, what we can agree on that's going to move us forward. And then we just unite truly on common grounds. Do we disagree and have a different perspective on certain things? Of course. But you don't you don't agree with everything your mama say. You don't agree with everything your daddy say. Right. So if that's the case. Let's unite. Although we have some differences on common grounds. And move this thing forward. Not trying to make everybody think that we the only way and the only. Because you know that ain't true. You know deep down in your heart that is not true. You know other, other organizations got valuable information. You know other organizations got valuable plans. Just because they don't believe everything that you believe. Doesn't mean that we should discount them. Doesn't mean that we should count them out. That's dumb. That's foolishness. And that is a. Uh, uh, what word am I looking for? That is a holdback, drawback, whatever word I'm looking for, to our rise. That's, a, that's, a, that's an enemy to our rise, I'll put it that way. That is an enemy, that attitude, that spirit 
is an enemy to our rise because we're not ever going to get everybody to think alike. It's just not going to happen. Everybody not going to think alike. But I bet y'all, I can get y'all to agree, we should learn how to do for self. I know y'all probably agree on that. We should learn how to teach our own children so that our children aren't going to a school if you think that the school system is messed up. If that's the case, I bet you, 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 you can agree that we should start teaching our own, right? If the food is messed up, I bet you agree that we should start to, you know, grow our own food or support the farmers. Would you agree? I bet you probably could agree that we should increase in black business and start supporting one another. Would you agree? I'm pretty sure you do. So if you do, let's unite on that. Let's not focus our energy on the negative and what differences we have. Let's stop coming up to people saying, what's the difference between this and that? How about we start saying, what's the similarities between y'all two? Look at the questions that we ask. The first thing we want to know is what's the differences? What's the division between the two groups? Forget that. That's, I mean, you won't always have that. You, you got differences with your cousin. You got differences with your granny right now. Let's start asking. Let's switch the conversation. Man, what similarities do y'all got? What similarity do this religion have? What similarity do this black organization have? Let's start there. And then we can bring our thing together. And then guess what? Now we can come together with purpose. This is what I want to end on. We can come together with purpose because it's easy for us to come together. People are coming together for kickbacks. People are coming together to go smoke weed. People coming together to go twerk that thing. People coming together for that basketball game. People coming together for that football game. So we coming together. But as a people, we just keep saying let's come together, but we got to have a plan. So now with this plan that I gave y'all from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan with that with those different ministries, now when I come together, I can come together and say, oh, this my lane. Ooh, yeah, I'm a, this is going to be my lane right here. But what you're doing is pushing us forward. Somebody else is going to say, ooh, this is my lane right here. But what they doing going to push us forward. Somebody else is going to say, I don't do them two things, but this one right here, this me. So now when we come together, oh, we come together with purpose. I, I still get to be me. I still get to do what, do what I love to do. But what I love to do is now tied to a mission. It's tied to a purpose. So the more better I do, I'm not just better in myself. I'm helping everybody out. See that? That's how we do it. So consider that, family. Consider that blueprint. Consider that plan. And I hope I said something that was valuable in this podcast. Um, for those who don't know, this is the Brother BNX podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Brother BNX. And uh, if you guys would like to tap in with me uh, on a more personal level, I do have a text message that I send out and um, I do respond to text messages. So you can text peace to 214-833-7781. You can text peace to 214-833-7781 and that'll put you on my text list. So when I go live, when I got products, because I teach people how to make money online, uh, I teach people how to build digital real estate so they can bring in passive income. I teach a lot of things. So when I have my free classes and trainings, I shoot y'all a text message and, uh, you know, we can tap in on more of an intimate level because if they take me off of Facebook, they may, you know, I, I ain't going to have access to y'all. If they delete my videos or my whole profile, I won't be able to communicate with y'all. But if I got y'all on my text list, I can still reach out to y'all and let y'all know what's going on. So with that being said, I thank everybody for listening. I thank everybody who stuck with me the whole time and listened to this message. I thank everybody who's going to share this message. 
uh, and y'all have a blacktastic night. Peace. Hey, family, listen, going into Black Friday, we're going to literally have a bundle that's going to absolutely rock your socks. I promise it will. The ABS Vision Bundle. The whole goal is to make sure that you keep your vision on the prize. Even though COVID has hit us, we want to make sure that you have not lost your vision. So purpose to profit, profit banking blueprint. You're going to get the profit banking blueprint actual textbook in purpose to profit. We teach you how to turn your purpose into a profitable six figure business, teaching you how to market, how to sell, how to package, how to offer, how to test and how to scale your product from scratch, not existing. And we're going to teach you how to do that within the wealth vision bundle, the ABS vision bundle. We want you to understand that without a vision, the people shall perish. So please get the bundle.